Hey everybody, this is the Brother to Brother Podcast with your boy Colt45. Gunner's not here this week, but that can't stop us from having a little fun, eh? So uh, this week, what are we talking about, Gunner? Just kidding. We're going to talk about Christmas, Christmas traditions, what we're doing for Christmas, and what we've done for Christmas so far, and a little bit of other side notes and updates. All right, let's jump into it. Good day, folks. It's your boy, Colt45, and this is the Brother to Brother podcast. And this week, Gunner isn't able to join us because he's a busy little bee and just needed a little Christmas holiday. You know, don't we all? Don't we all? So, <clears throat> this week, I'm going to talk to you folks about. Uh, Christmas traditions that I've got, um, you know, what I'm doing for Christmas and some of the things that I've done for Christmas so far. And also we're going to touch base on a few of the events that have gone down here in the last week or so. All right. So I'm going to start it off by saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to come. Um, this will be coming out, what day is that, Boxing Day? Yeah, Boxing Day. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Merry Flippin' Christmas, my guys and girls. Um, let's start it out by saying, well, I guess I already said that, Merry Christmas. Um, it's kind of tough to do this by myself. (laughs) But bear with me, folks. Um, so, I'm going to start with uh, the what happened there last week. And I want to stress some importance of the situation. So, I was out, uh, me, my brother, and his wife, we were all out at my cousins, Justin and Brittany Weist. What's up? Shout out to you guys. Thanks for having us out there to enjoy some festivities. <clears throat> we did uh, a gift exchange. We played some card games, stuff like that. They had a wide variety of snack foods to munch on all day and goodies. We got to see see some cousins and stuff that we haven't seen in a while. Um, just, uh, yeah, we had a fucking blast while we were out there anyway. Um, <clears throat> my mom was there, shout out to my mom, shout out to, like I said, Justin and Brittany, shout out to Aspen, their little girl, and Dyson, their boy, uh, shout out to Kaylee, that's uh, Brittany's sister, what's up Kaylee, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, shout out to everybody else, cousin Ava, cousin Chrissy, auntie and uncle John and Gail, and my mommy. Um, yeah, and we did a gift exchange, it was fun, had a good time, I showcased my, uh, so I brought my karaoke machine out there, and we were playing Christmas songs and stuff like that, and I showcased my my new song, which, uh, should be popping up on Spotify and most other platforms here right away, um, I just subscribed to, uh, DistroKid, which is a distribution uh website 
and it should be putting my song out. And my song, if you're wondering, is uh, Dirty Fun. It's called Dirty Fun by Colt Spencer. It's uh, If you like rap or hip-hop, it's a, it's a rap I wrote and performed there a couple weeks back. And it started out as a poem, and then I was kind of pushed to go to the studio and, you know, rocked out a good tune. And it speaks all about uh, sobriety and importance of sobriety and stuff like that. And uh, <clears throat> so while we were there, uh, Sunday morning I woke up to a Snapchat message from my best friend and one of my roommates. And it was just so simply a picture of him laying down in what seemed to be a hospital bed with a neck brace on. And at first I didn't really think anything of it. I kind of thought it was just a dream. But then when I actually got up at 7.30, I looked at my Snapchat and seen that, yeah, it was in fact a message that I opened up an hour prior. And uh, so then I I called and like the picture was just captioned, we've been in an accident. And I didn't really know what to think of that at the moment. So then I tried calling him, and I got no answer. Actually, it just went, it said, call failed, what happened. And then I got a call back, and I couldn't really make out, like it was kind of a high-pitched voice, and I couldn't really make out the words, so I just told them through the static, well, call me back when you can, I can't really hear you. And then it turns out it was his mom, my uh, Auntie Tracy, I call her. She called me and said, and I could hear it in her voice that she was crying and stuff. And she said that there's been an accident. Um, uh, so when my brother, my sister-in-law and I, we were heading out to concert where I'm from to go visit Justin and Brittany on Saturday. And that same Saturday, I knew that my two roommates were going to Banff. To pick up Gage's son. Uh, his son's name's Ethan, and he's Ethan with an A. Is he's only seven years old, and they picked him up around I think like four p.m. or something like that. It was it was already dark by that point, right? And on their way back from Banff, um, they were about twenty minutes outside of Banff. Uh, heading east, coming back towards Red Deer anyway. And uh, unfortunately, they were in a head-on collision with another SUV. And uh, yeah, uh, it turns out that uh, uh, the people, the traffic heading westbound as Gage, Greer, and Ethan were heading eastbound, westbound traffic, somebody had decided to pull out with no warning and definitely no time to react, pulled out right in front, about 10 meters away from Gage's vehicle and hit them head on. Um, everybody is alive, but they are doing not so great to say the least so gage has 
some minor injuries to his hip and his hand and stuff like that. Uh, Greer, on the other hand, has a broken L7 vertebrae and I believe another chipped vertebrae. She has a broken collarbone and a severely uh, bruised pelvis and there's concern for other internal or injuries and poor little Ethan bless his heart um and that kid is just such a trooper um he had some major internal injuries he had brain bleeding uh he had blood clots um i believe his neck was broken and uh i don't really know all that much else i just know that when i called he was being rushed into uh surgery one of three so far um at the time of at that time on sunday morning and uh you know that kid is so tough and you know nobody should have to go through that but i'm i'm glad that everybody is okay it's going to be a long journey for them but they're making a slow but sure recovery and uh you know i just want to stress the importance of uh road safety um you know and uh, like I had a buddy out of high school who thought it would be okay to just even take a peek past the side of a semi and got hit head on. And unfortunately, he didn't make it. But, uh, you know, for starters, don't, don't try and pass any vehicles um, while you're driving unless you know for sure that your vehicle is, for one, capable for two, you have enough distance to do so and can do so safely. And, you know, not everybody has the same uh, sense of judgment. But, uh, you know, and it's unclear. Like, I don't know enough of the details, but it's unclear to me if uh, substances were involved. Like, if there was alcohol in the other vehicle. But, uh, you know... There was four other people in the, there was four people in the other vehicle and uh you know needless to say that they were being reckless um and uh you know with with all that being said you know my thoughts and prayers go out to Gage, Ethan and Greer you know it's going to be a long journey but uh you guys can do it you know um and Shout out to everybody who has expressed their concern and has donated to the GoFundMe and stuff for them. Um, you know, every every little bit of help and support will help them in the long run. Um, but yeah, so other than that, kind of, you know, those circumstances being kind of making this season a little tough on everybody, especially them. You know, this is not a good Christmas present that I would have asked for at the age of seven, you know, and 
he didn't ask for this, but, you know, unfortunately this happened. So, uh, you know, bless his little soul. Ethan, you are such a little trooper, man. And I don't know what I would do if I lost those three people in my life, you know. This house is empty enough as is with nobody here. And, you know, at least I can look forward to when it's not going to be, when they do come home. And uh, with all that being said, <clears throat> it is Christmas. It's the Christmas season. I am recording this on Christmas Eve. Um, like I said, I'm here home alone. But I have all you guys to talk to. <laughs> so I am going to say and carry on and kind of brighten the mood a little bit. Everybody is okay. Just so you know, you know, everybody's going to be okay. I'm okay. Everybody else is okay. <laughs> you know, and if you're not okay, that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You know, it's okay to ask for help too. You know, we're, we're all fighting personal battles and none of us can really do it alone if we want to do it properly. So <clears throat> with that being said, uh, like I mentioned earlier, my, I finally like finalized and distributed my song. So you guys can find that once it's up. Just keep an eye out on Spotify and stuff like that for Dirty Fun with Cold Spencer. Anyways, that's enough about that fucking song. I've talked about it too much. Christmas traditions. Um, so, it's actually kind of funny. I was at my buddy's house earlier tonight. Had some Chinese food with him and his family. And uh, I just so happened to run into my ex-girlfriend's uh, cousin. <laughs> she was at the house as well, came for a visit, and, you know, it turns out, you know, that, yeah, like, it's a small world, everybody knows that, but it turns out that my buddy's been friends with her cousin for, like, the last 10-plus years, and I had no idea, you know? I had never really even seen her outside of a couple family events uh, of my ex-girlfriend's, but... uh you know, Merry Christmas to them. Merry Christmas to Heather and her family. Um, this is my first Christmas in the last seven years that I haven't been around them. And it is a little weird. You know, I used to be showered with gifts and stuff like that. But, you know, I was never really that kind of person. Like Christmas for me is being around friends and family. You know, I was raised with minimal stuff, you know, and... Sometimes we didn't have enough for our Christmas trees. And, you know, that's okay, because that's not what a Christmas is about. It's about being around loved ones. So I am a little conflicted, you know, not being around any loved ones right now and not having any gifts and stuff, because, you know, for seven years I was pretty used to getting everything I needed and then some, you know, being spoiled for a while. But... uh this is a learning curve for me, and uh, I don't know. This kind of feels nice just to sit here Christmas Eve talking to the to the the followers and the listeners, and uh, just kind of rambling about what's going on, you know. But uh, one of the traditions we used to do uh, with Heather's family was uh, 
every Christmas Eve we'd watch The Grinch. And I I watch The Grinch all the time anyways, especially around the holiday season. Um, another Christmas tradition is watching the Home Alone movies. And uh, some of you probably, I know I used to do it quite often, is sit down with uh, some eggnog and stuff. But eggnog has a lot of sugar and a lot of fat in it. And I'm, you know, I could... I might break down and go get get a jug of eggnog tomorrow, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, eggnog is a good tradition. And uh, this is my first Christmas ever being sober because, be that as it may, I know underage drinking is bad, but it was always a tradition for us to have a small glass of beer ever since I was probably four or five, you know, beer or wine just to, and look, it's not like, look, my parents are responsible adults. You know, they might not have had the best outlook on how to raise kids, but we were always safe as kids. Okay. But with that being said, we would sample, um, a beer every now and then, especially on Christmas Eve. And the tactic for that was because my parents didn't want us to wake up uh, while they were bringing out all the Christmas presents and stuff. Because, because, uh, well, you can imagine like how how that would be. Um, you know, it, you wouldn't, especially when they're. When they're helping Santa bring all the Christmas presents in as well, you know, like, because sometimes they'd still be up bringing out Christmas presents when Santa would show up. So, you know how that goes. Um, you don't want your kids seeing that, especially if you're partying with Santa at the same time, you know. <laughs> but, I don't know. Um, maybe I shouldn't have told that story, but I th- think I can keep that in there. I don't know. I'll run it past my parents and see what they think. Anyways, um, let me know and in, in uh, like email us, hit us up, um, message us like on Instagram stuff like that. Um, let let us know what some of your Christmas traditions are. Do you like going to cr- ugly sweater Christmas parties? You know, do you get drunk every Christmas Eve? Because this is like I said, this is my first year, never drinking on Christmas Eve, you know, I never even, like, this will be, this is my first year, like, I'll be six months on January 6th, I'll be celebrating six months of clean time and sobriety on January 6th, thank you, um, so this is all fresh to me, I've never done any of this clean and sober, so, uh, it's all new experiences for me. Um, but, uh, it's good. I feel great. I look great. I'm the strongest I've ever been in my life. And it's, it's nice, you know. I don't have to fear of, I don't have to live in fear of what's going to happen. If I'm going to wake up in the morning or if I'm going to be faced with the dilemma of having to drink and drive. Because I don't condone that. But I can't say I've never done it. 
And I put my life and everybody else's life at risk when I did. And that makes me a bit of a piece of shit. But that's, you know, I accept it. That's who I was. But it's not who I am. And uh, with that being said, back to Christmas. Um, So I have gotten a couple gifts so far. Um, Gunnar and Brittany, my beloved brother and sister-in-law, gave me my two gifts from them this evening. Um, uh, What I got from Brittany was a framed picture of me, Gunnar, and Brittany in one picture on the left side and a picture of me with a microphone on the right side giving my speech and a nice framed out, nicely typed out and edited uh, printout of, of my speech. And it's all in one framed picture and it looks fucking sweet (laughs) um i'll put pictures of that up on the page here uh, pretty soon here (coughs) excuse me and uh and then i got from my brother a um a double record double yeah like a double uh vinyl record of the creed Greatest hits. You guys know Creed. You know? With arms wide open. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, and it has... Uh, one of the records has, like, an etched-in graphic design on the vinyl itself, which I'm very excited to op- crack that open and throw her on the old uh, phonograph and uh, not make the mistake of scratching it because... Vinyls are very brittle. If you don't know what you're doing, you can easily scratch them. You ever heard of a broken record? Yeah, that's what happens when you scratch it. It just skips. Um, yeah, and I'm very thankful for those two gifts. And uh, I can't wait to see what the future has in store. I know my lovely grandma, Elaine, which is my dad's mom, and her husband have gotten us gifts um, I had like a little wish list for her. I believe I, she got me some deodorant, some, uh, body wash, stuff like that. It's things that I need, you know, that's what grammars are good for. They always, they always seem to stock a stuffing for you that has, I don't know, maybe a couple goodies and snacks in there, maybe some socks, some undies, you know, that kind of stuff. But over the years, we've kind of whittled it down to stuff that I need, you know, and then some, usually. Um, so I'm excited to see what my grandma was able to find for me. Um, I believe my dad has something for me as well. Um, uh, so, and I'm going out there tomorrow morning. I'm going to go do some ice fishing and stuff. We were going to go um, rip the skidoos out, but I guess it's too cold tomorrow for... for to run those, which I mean, when you're riding fast on those, it, at like in minus twenty weather, it's fucking way too brisk, you know. Cause, <laughs> you know how the wind chill is. Well, when you're creating a wind chill, fucking flying on a machine across a wide open lake, in minus twenty weather, it could even not be windy. You're creating your own wind against your body, so that fucking chill just 
cuts through your layers no matter what you're wearing so uh good call on that one dad i really don't want to freeze my dick off tomorrow but uh we are gonna go ice fishing uh they got the ice fishing shack out there i've never fucking caught a fish out there ice fishing i haven't caught a fish ice fishing since grade 10 so i'm trying not to get my hopes up because i've been getting my hopes up for a lot of shit lately and i keep getting let down but that's out of my own stupidity so you know i'm gonna expect the worst hope for the best see if we catch a fish tomorrow if i do i'm gonna fucking eat that motherfucker take full advantage of it fruits of my labor um and then we're gonna have i believe my dad might have a gift for me i don't know but that's not what matters i'm gonna be around people that love me and that's all that really matters um and i believe we're gonna have christmas dinner with uh with some of the friends out there at the lake um i am giving up the opportunity to do that um or giving up the opportunity to go have supper with my grandpa his wife my brother his wife my uncle ron and my two cousins um unfortunately um i'm giving up the opportunity to go have supper with them to go hang out with my dad because i don't think i've been with my dad around Christmas time since I was a kid. So, um, especially not Christmas day anyways, but, uh, yeah, I'd really like to go spend the time with him anyway. Um, and hopefully catch some fucking fish cause I'm fucking dying to catch a fish. Anyways, I know it sounds like I'm kind of rambling, but that's what this shit is for, baby. That's what this is for. <laughs> anyways um yeah like i said hit us up hit me up tell me what your favorite christmas movies and shit are to watch i've never seen that movie from the 80s a christmas story i think it's called i really love the movie a christmas carol um all renditions of it really um i really love the polar express um uh, the Polar Express, I remember watching it when it first came out, and I was like, man, this is really innovative fucking CGI and graphics, you know? Like, at, at its time, it it was, like, one of the first movies that ever actually depicted the CGI to look like the actual voice actors and stuff like that. And, you know, for those of you who haven't seen that movie, it's about this little boy who wakes up, and a train fucking rolls past his house and he gets on this passenger train and they go to the North Pole and stuff like that. And it looks like it would be a hell of a good time. And it can become a reality because as I heard from my cousin's wife, Brittany, she was telling us that they actually, they actually have a, like a, replica like polar express that you can buy tickets on get on this thing out in stetler alberta and just like the movie they have people that look just like the characters that come out serve you hot chocolate they take you through this little portal on the train and you, all of a sudden you're out at the north pole and there's elves dancing and stuff like that and like 
that would just be amazing to experience. Like, I would love to do that. And, uh, you know, hopefully I could told my sister-in-law, Brittany, uh, please buy us tickets so we can all do that next year. Because <laughs> that would be just amazing. I've, oh, ever since watching that movie as a kid, I've always wanted to do something like that. But, uh, yeah. Oh, what else, man? What else? Um, it's been cold enough lately that, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I will suit up, like, minus 15, minus 20 is kind of my limit. I don't want, I'm talking about ODRs, outdoor rinks, um, for going and skating and stuff. I love to go out skating. I love to play little games of pickup hockey and stuff like that. I never played hockey growing up. We couldn't really afford it. But, you know, I always drove myself to to want to learn and play hockey. And, you know, I'm a decent hockey player now as an adult. But uh, this is the first year I've actually accumulated all the right equipment to actually, like, if I want to join a team, I could. But you know, I kind of acquired it late in the season at the, the end of fall there. So I couldn't really get on with a team or nothing like that. But next year I'm going to strive to do that because I am fully equipped now. But uh, I'm going to try and get out and go skating as much as I can and go play some hockey and stuff this year and kind of test out my gear and stuff like that. And uh, I welcome everybody and anybody to come join me. Just get a hold of me. Um, uh, I love to get out and do stuff during the winter because, uh, especially now, like, I don't like being cooped up in the house, you know, I don't like the cold weather, but there's so much fun shit you can do out in the snow, you know, given it would be nice if the weather was a little warmer, but you got to make the most of it, man. You never know what might happen on any given day, you know. One day you're here enjoying life, and the next day you're in fucking in the hospital from a car crash. You never know. So uh, live life to the fullest, but live it, live it smart. You know, don't uh, don't do what I've been doing over the years and live fast, die hard. You know, and fucking as long as you play your cards right. You, you you don't have to you don't have to live super fast you know don't live your you don't have to live life like tomorrow's your last day you know you can but sometimes that'll lead you to make hasty decisions you know it's okay to think things out every now and then but you know you do you boo boo you know it's your life you can live it I'm just some fucking some asshole sitting on his bed fucking talking into his phone, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, what else, man, what else, what, you guys should hit me up and tell me what your most favorite Christmas gift that you've gotten over the years ever was, and I'll tell you what mine was, I remember when I was, I think in grade six, my mom told me, and she was struggling, she was struggling at, at that time to uh, provide, but somehow 
she managed to get from the Sears catalog me my first drum kit. And it was an acoustic drum kit. It was black with white skins. And it just, it was a simple setup. It had the hi-hat cymbal, uh, a crash cymbal, had the snare drum, the two top toms, the floor tom, and the bass drum, the kick drum. And that was all, that's all you need. That's all you need for a basic kit. And especially starting out. And uh, I always wanted a drum, drum kit. I just had a natural talent for beating on shit and making it sound okay. Like making up beats, you know what I mean? And the way it went was... So it was nighttime. There was fuck all for presents under the tree. And mom and her boyfriend at the time, I, they were just kind of arguing because Christmas was always pretty stressful for them, right? And as it as it would and should be for families who can't really afford to provide with much and, you know, your kids always expect to get a lot of shit, you know? Well, for the most part, Christmas is always built up to be all about the presents, but that's really not what it is. But anyways, I remember coming out Actually, no, it was Christmas Eve when they presented me with all these presents. Um, I was in my room playing, I think, Guitar Hero or something like that. And my mom said, to come out here, like, Christmas came early. And uh, I went out there. And all of a sudden, like, under the Christmas tree, we had a real Christmas tree. That was the first time ever we've had a real Christmas tree. And uh, there was fucking like four or five big big boxes big boxes and uh i was like wow where the fuck did all this stuff come from and uh i didn't even expect what it could have been <clears throat> and once i got turned into the into them i realized like this is a, a drum set like this is fucking badass. Like, I don't know how you made this possible, but you got me a fucking drum set. My first one ever. And I've always wanted one ever since I was a kid. You ever get that feeling when, you know, when you ask for something that you thought was nearly impossible to acquire and somehow you're somehow... Santa or your parents made it happen, you know? Like, that feeling you get when you're just like, no fucking way, you know? You know what I'm talking about. That's how I felt when I seen that drum set. I thought, there's no fucking way. And there was a way. Somehow they found a way, and they got me a fucking drum set. And I had them some bitches till I was fucking 18 years old. Oh, yeah. A good fucking almost, well, not 10 years, but a good good six or seven years anyways. No, yeah, about six or seven years I had them before I ended up giving them to uh, uh, a less fortunate friend of mine. Um, yeah, uh, I put in a lot of good years on them, I, uh, 
made a lot of good sounds come out of them, but at some point, every kit needs to retire, you know. Um, and for me, that was, you know, given the circumstances, like, there was a lot of drama going on at the time. You know, there's a lot of fighting and stuff and a lot of hostility at the house, but, you know, it was still uh, an amazing Christmas. Every Christmas is an amazing Christmas when you're with family and or friends and at least have one gift open, you know, because uh, it's the thought that counts, you know, but when you're sitting around and you don't have anything to even open, like it can be something as simple as, you know, say you got to take a shit and somebody wrapped up a, to- a, a roll of toilet paper. You need that, you know, if that's all you got, man, fuck baby, that's good enough. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, uh, you gotta be grateful for every, every little thing, you know, because sometimes, Sometimes you can't get much. You ever seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Poor motherfucker, all he could get for his birthday was just one little chocolate bar. But that meant the world to him, you know? Because he still had his loved ones by his side. And that's all that matters. That's what Christmas is about, you guys. But, uh, yeah, hit me up. Tell me what Christmas means to you and some of your most uh most important times around the christmas season and or how how christmas affected your life or you know i know for for me uh when my grandpa ed passed away it was shortly before christmas um in 2012 <clears throat> and uh for years christmas I was kind of a Grinch for years after that because, you know, Christmas was always really big to my grandpa, you know, and it was was a tradition of his to put a train set that went, that drove all the way around the Christmas tree, you know, and that was, that was an awesome memory of mine. And I always wanted to kind of carry on that tradition, but, uh, you know, I've always bounced around and moved around from house to house over the years. And I've found, like, the less stuff you have, the easier it is to bounce around. But once I get settled in one place and kind of have my own family, my own set up, I will have a train. and I will start that tradition again. But, uh, yeah, I remember years in Winnipeg, you wake up. Like, I'd be playing with the train with my grandpa and stuff, and there would be, like, minimal gifts, like, maybe 20 gifts under the tree. And then in the morning, you wake up, you come upstairs or come downstairs, wherever you live, and you fucking look at that tree after your mom and dad are like, Santa came. You're like, no fucking way. I didn't think it could get any better. And then you look, and there's a whole fucking pile more gifts Holy fuck, just when you think it couldn't get any better, there's like a fucking hundred more gifts under there. Oh my goodness, I could I, I think we've all been there. And if you haven't, that's okay, man. You, you know, be grateful for what you get. But 
I think everybody needs to experience that kind of Christmas at least once in their life. Where you come downstairs and you thought the fucking floor was full of fucking presents already. And then Santa came overnight and he fucking filled that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? Holy shit. Oh, man. I remember one time we had like a seven foot tall Christmas tree. The fucking presents were stacked halfway up that bitch, man. I shit you not, man. I shit you not. Fuck. Especially when it's like in the corner of a room and all the presents are just heaped up in the corner and they're fucking taller than you are when you're only like a four foot two fucking fat kid, man. You can't even reach the top of the pile. You know what I'm saying, son? Holy fuck. Anyways, I'm getting a little carried away. Um, yeah, let me know if you guys have ever had that experience, but, uh, another, uh, Christmas tradition of mine, sorry if the audio changes a little bit, I'm just kind of wandering out from my room and coming out into the living room, another tradition of mine is to kind of, you know, I don't do it every year, but, uh, I definitely didn't do it this year, but I have a variety of different stockings that I've, I have, and, uh, I have two Ninja Turtle ones, believe it or not. One is a regular size stocking, and then the other one is about four feet tall by 16 inches wide, (laughs) and the nice thing about having Christmas with Heather's family is that... That big son bitch was always full. And call it being spoiled, call it what you will. I was being spoiled, but it was nice. Especially, you know, having many Christmases growing up with not really having much. But my parents always did what they could with the best of their ability to to get everything we ever wanted. And I couldn't have asked for anything more. And for that, I am forever grateful. And uh, I love my parents. Merry Christmas to them. Merry Christmas to you guys. And uh, wherever you are, I hope everybody's safe and warm for the Christmas holiday. Um, Like I said, and like you've probably already seen, I'm here by myself, so this is a little different for me. Um, (coughs) Yeah. Um, I don't really have too much to talk about. But uh, I am going to ask, I am going to talk about a couple more traditions and stuff and maybe a couple more movies right after this short commercial break. Do you love music? Is music your life? If you think so and you want to do something with your music creativity then why don't you look into the Bedroom Studios in Didsbury, Alberta. They can make your dreams come true, musically speaking. If you write songs like I do and want to make something out of them, then head on down to the Bedroom Studios where you'll be met with such graciousness by the owners and the technicians and producers And they will help you every step of the way to make something that you will truly be proud of. 
and only for $60 an hour, you can make your own song, just like I did. Be proud of yourself, and then let others be proud of you too. Give it a try, Bedroom Studios. Hope you liked that commercial. Um, I'm just going to put this here in the middle. Uh, since there's going to be a serious lack of bloopers for this episode, I figured I'd leave you with uh, this fun fact. If you say, rise up lights, uh, kind of slow and all together, it kind of sounds like razor blades in an Austral- Australian accent. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> Why's your skin all cut up? Rise up lights. <laughs> Fun fact. There you go. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Peace out. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So, we're talking Christmas. Yeah. Good old St. Nick is coming tonight. Hopefully he's uh, got a towel clean up after himself <laughs> if you know what i'm saying yeah baby yeah so anyways back to the christmas traditions <clears throat> i want to know what you guys like to eat for christmas dinner um when i would be kind of somewhat alone when i was living in my apartment and stuff it was a slight tradition of mine to Get a canned ham. Uh, slice that bitch up real nice. Put it on some bread with some lettuce and some mustard. And make a little bit of canned ham sandwiches. And you know what? I got a can of Spam and some spinach and some wraps. I think I might go make some of those right now. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I absolutely love a Christmas dinner with mashed potatoes some corn, some Brussels sprouts, uh, whether it be like a roast, it could be ham, be turkey, chicken, you know what, as long as I'm fucking fed on Christmas, that's really all I care about, and uh, you know, one of my favorite, one of my uncle makes deep fried turkey and shit like that. Oh my god, that's to die for. Deep fried turkey. You can eat the bones and all that shit so crispy, man. Ooh, baby. Oh yeah, that's good. That's the good stuff, my guy. Um Yeah. Um What else do I gotta say? You know, just that it's fucking Christmas. I think I've said that enough. But uh another tradition of mine. And I don't know if you guys do this, but I'm going to do it tonight after I go eat a spam wrap. Um, I like to put the, and Netflix has it on there now, but I like to put the the fire log, like the, the fireplace channel on. Um, there is, I think it's only like an hour or something long, but... I like to put the one on Netflix. I like to put that on, turn the dimness down on my TV, and go to sleep. That's what I've been doing the last few weekends is turning that on and going to sleep with the fire crackling in the background. It's kind of, I don't know the word, serene? I don't know. It's peaceful. But uh, 
I don't know. I like it. I like it. I just like, I don't know. I've always liked the idea of like f- curling up on a bear rug on like a bearskin rug on the floor with a fucking fire burning at your feet. You know, like, like it's depicted in a lot of movies and stuff. I don't know. It just seems nice, but you know, it's, without the risk of burning your house down, it's nice to just put it on the TV <laughs> and go to sleep beside your TV. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> there was a couple other traditions and things I wanted to talk about, uh, but I can't really remember all of them. Um, you know, I also like, like to get out and like one year we, my dad took the four of us boys up to the mountains or maybe it was just two of us. I can't remember, but took us to the mountains and we all went sledding with friends and stuff and when I say sledding I mean like skidooing and shit like that that's always fun to do is go skidooing or maybe go snowboarding and I suggest I suggest doing that with your family excuse me fuck um I suggest doing that kind of stuff with your family because you know um I hate to say it but it could be the last time you get to do that kind of stuff with your family but uh Take advantage of it, you know. Don't waste any time. Even if it's cold out, bundle up. Go have a fire with your family or something, you know. And if you don't have a family, hit up a friend, you know. And if you don't have friends, fucking give me a shout, man. I'll fucking bring you along somewhere, you know. Every Nobody should be alone on Christmas. And I truly believe that, you know. Um... Yeah, snowboarding, even tobogganing, like with a GT racer or like crazy carpet, you know. We used to, my grandma's, my Grammy Elaine, her husband used to tie an inner tube. uh, Like he would, we would tie a rope around an inner tube and he would saddle up a horse and he would drag us around with the horse and we'd sit on this big tractor tube. And he would whip us around and <laughs> launch us off a of big snow drifts and stuff like that. Oh, man, those were the times. And, you know, sometimes you get hurt, but that's just the name of the game. You know, growing up on farms and shit, like, that's just how you do. If you get hurt, <laughs> you fucking sit down, have a hot chocolate break, get back at it. You know, that's just what you do. Um, One thing I really love doing is going out and looking at all Christmas lights and stuff like that. And it's becoming more popular that I've I've seen <clears throat> is uh, these people have such an array of lights on their houses, but they program them to, to flash and stuff to music. You know, you guys have probably seen that, but that's freaking cool. And then they, like, program it so that it... Uh, projects over a frequency uh, like a radio frequency that you can just change your radio to that station and you get the music that it's that the lights are dancing to right inside your car you know i've seen that a few times but i've never experienced it in person and i think i'd love to do that but uh i don't know it's nice to maybe have somebody to go with and I don't really have anybody to go with me, so, you know, until then, I'll just not do it, I guess. 
but I also do love <clears throat> going for a drive. There's this one secret spot just kind of outside of town on the east side where I go up on the hill. And there's all these big bougie houses up there that are all lit up with Christmas lights and stuff. And I'll go sit in uh, like the empty cul-de-sac area and I go look at all the lights of the city. You know, you just sit up there and you can see the whole city of Red Deer and just stare at the lights. And that's kind of nice. I like doing that. It's peaceful. And, uh, yeah, some places they have big, wide-open, like, parks that you can drive through and look at all the Christmas lights and stuff like that. And That's always kind of been... <clears throat> Sorry for the clicking. That's always kind of been a slight tradition of my family's as well like ever since I was a little kid I remember the aunts and uncles and my grandma and my grandparents and stuff like that and, um, going and seeing all these light arrangements and stuff like that eh? um, oh and for me personally I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Four Christmases that's kind of how my life was growing up because uh, ever since I was a little kid, like, my grandparents, like, my grandparents were all divorced, okay? <clears throat> so, my mom's dad, we'd have a big Christmas at his house in Winnipeg. And then my mom's mom, we'd have a big Christmas there at, in Saskatchewan. And then once my dad's parents split up, we'd have Christmas with my grandpa and then we'd have Christmas with my grandma on my dad's side and some years my grandparents would all get together in Winnipeg or you know sometimes they'd all get together down in Pincher Creek at the ranch and stuff like that and, you know <clears throat> call me spoiled but it was kind of nice I mean, I didn't really know any different because we always just had three or four different Christmases to go have, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you kind of grew up around divorce, you know what I'm talking about, but, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced what it's like just to have one Christmas and have one place, one household to be at, you know, plus given I have a very large family. So in that aspect, I am very fortunate that uh, I've always been blessed with uh, an over, just like an overabundance of festivities, uh, for lack of better words, I guess. Um, yeah. Um... What else, man? What else should I touch base on? I think we've pretty much covered it. Um, I like going snowboarding. I like skidooing. I like having fires. Hot chocolate is important. Um, you know, Christmas dinners. Spending time with friends and family is very important. It's actually the utmost important thing about Christmas. Fuck all the gifts, fuck all the presents. As long as you have your friends and family, everybody's happy and healthy, that's what matters. Um, and I'm just going to keep telling myself that until I believe it. 
Because uh, this is the first Christmas I've had in a long time where I'm practically alone. I don't think I haven't been alone on Christmas Eve ever. I don't know. But it's new. And I'm going to be just fine, you know. Um, But it is like 1230 at night. Actually, it's Christmas Day, 12.20 in the morning. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, before I go, I'd like to just kind of wrap this up and say this was fun. This is actually pretty fun to do by myself. Gunner, we miss you. We'll have you back in the new year, I'm sure. Um, this might be the last episode we do um, until maybe mid-January. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think we need a little bit of a break, you know, just to kind of, just kind of revamp ourselves a little bit. And I want to apologize for not having a would you rather this past week. Uh, we were both kind of just really busy this week, um, with different things and, you know, Gunnar and Brittany are trying to get ready for their little vacation they're going out to have like a little log cabin getaway um, out in the mountains or somewhere. And uh, that'll be nice for them. Um, you know, uh, other than that, um, I hope everybody has a happy holiday. And I'm just going to wrap it up uh, like this. You guys can follow us on uh, Instagram. You can follow me at Colt E. Spencer. You can follow Gunner at Gunner L. Spencer. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Colt E. G. Spencer on Facebook. Um, you can hit us up on our email, which is Our Brotherly Love Podcast gmail.com our brother they love at gmail.com um you can hear us on apple podcasts spotify uh you can hear us on radio public uh pocket casts copy rss all the other podcast blasters uh also the one you guys love hearing me say is breaker and if you're not sick of me telling you every fucking time, you can hear us on Anchor as well. And Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. It gives you all the tools and everything necessary that you need to do so. And it's free. It's free to download, free to put out your own podcast. That's what we did. Uh, look how it's working for us. Pretty good, huh? Anyways, it gives you all the tools you need to put out your own podcast it's easy fuck if i could figure it out you can figure it out um you know and it distributes to automatically distributes to seven different podcast platforms you know uh apple podcast spotify anchor and breaker i know you guys love that one <clears throat> anyways this has been uh cool 45 talking to you guys 
by his lonesome about Christmas. This is the oh, and our podcast is obviously over a year old now because when we did this last year, we were talking about Christmas as well. So this is the second time we've talked about Christmas, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, hit us up. <clears throat> uh, let us know if you enjoyed this episode, and uh, you know you guys can. Uh, I don't know. Hear us again next week on Sunday, or uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll play it by ear. Okay, just bear with us. Uh, we'll put it on. We'll put it on uh, Instagram. Uh, when the next episode's coming out. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, without further ado, this has been Colt 45 from the Brother Brother to Brother podcast. Uh, Gun Show is out this week, but you'll hear his voice again soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I love you. Thanks for following. Thanks for sharing. Um, Shout out to everybody. And most of all, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And have a new year, babies. All right. Peace soup, you guys. Peace soup. And I'm sincerely sorry about the lack of bloopers this week, but I will leave you with this. So there was two muffins baking in an oven. The first one says to the other, he says, holy fuck, is it hot in here, man? And then the other one says, Ah, talking muffin! (laughs) Blooper. (laughs) I'll also leave you with this one. What's green and has four wheels? Grass. (laughs) I was kidding about the wheels. Okay, peace soup, guys. See you next week.